Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Consultants Conversations. Uh, today we're talking with Jana from Boom Cave and we're going to have a conversation about digital transformation. So thanks for joining us today. Thanks Andy, it's a pleasure to, to be here with the Consultants community. Yes, now technology is something that both confuses, terrifies and makes me very happy all at the same time. So um, today we're going to have a chat about how you can kind of transform your business through technology. So um, over to you really, what are the main things we need to be looking at in um, that kind of space? Yeah, look, um, transformation through technology, um, I guess it largely refers to digital transformations. Um, so things like website, um, uh, your website, online tooling, um, your, um, what you're capable of doing online and the functionality that you offer your customers. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's, it's that sort of thing that I want to talk about. So the, web, the website, although kind of, it almost feels like a website's an outdated thing now because there's so many other options. The website is still kind of the core, the core part we need to be looking at? Yeah, look, I, I think so because um, I think you have to get your website right. I think it's the first port of call for anyone sort of looking for an introduction to your business. Um, and I guess my recommendation is if you haven't updated your website in the last three to five years, it's probably a good time to have a look at that um, because websites now are, are relatively cheap. Um, however, I find that um, you know the, the customers on the fringe of whether or not to go with you um, sort of fall back on, on what your website looks like and what, how that compares to your competitors and whether or not you as a business come through as being reputable um, through that website. So. You know, websites can cost anywhere between five five hundred dollars to five thousand dollars these days, and it can really make make or break. So I think that's a small investment um, for for a bigger outcome. I mean, just on that point, what's as a business, do you need the five hundred or the five thousand? I mean, what what's kind of the difference in the functionality of yeah. those two price points? Because it's a big difference. Yeah, good question. So. Yeah, it really depends on what you're looking to do. Um, um, I mean, there are a basic website, you know. Have you getting it done in Australia should cost you about two and a half thousand dollars, and it'll be done well. Um, if you do go for the, the cheaper alternatives, um, you know that can it's a it's a it's a uh, it's not an exact science in that area. Um, you, you'll have to deal with offshore companies and things like that. But um, if you get a website done locally at about two and a half grand, um, middle of the range, um, I think you can't go wrong. Yep. Okay. Um, and obviously um, the costs go up. Um, um, as you try and do more things with your website. Yeah. I mean, obviously, as, as a lot of business owners kind of nowadays, you know, we're working from home offices, share offices, that website's becoming our kind of digital storefront. So uh, how important is it to kind of have that kind of e-commerce functionality in there? And is that just for kind of retail product businesses or should we all be looking to develop Yeah, that? no, I think, I think um, what, what you should really look to do is treat your website as a, as a marketing funnel um, and, and to capture your audience in some way um, at the at the very very at a very basic level, that's just grabbing their email address um, and, and for you to sort of follow up and get back to them. Um, so you should be selling your business in one form or another on your website. And if if interested parties are getting on there and and you know quote unquote signing up, putting their details down, that that is essentially selling your business. Um, uh, you know that that has to that sort of functionality has to be there. I feel um, as a minimum. Um, and then you just step up from there and, and you know, um, um, all the way up to the full-blown e-commerce sites where you can actually sell your product or service online and, and accept payment and things like that. 
Okay, great. So the, the website's clearly an important external tool for businesses, but what about those businesses who kind of got staff and need to kind of make sure that everybody's saying the same thing online and managing them, et cetera. Where's the digital transformation coming kind of for running a business rather than selling it? Yeah, goods? exactly. So looking, looking past the website, um, the next thing to do is essentially to take care of your staff and to improve their productivity and, and um, make sure that they're happy at work. Um, so, so you should then be looking at the, the huge number of online and web tools that are out there to improve um, um, efficiencies and processes at, um, regardless of what you do, whether that's accounting or, or just project management. Um, you should really be looking to, um, you know, to, to bring in-house some of these web tools that are out there to, to improve your productivity of, of business. Um, two examples I can think of the top of my head are, are Trello and Slack. Um, Trello is essentially a tool for managing a business's to-do list or a personal to-do list. Um, and I've seen Trello, you know, we use Trello at home just as to, to, to store our grocery, grocery lists. Um, and I've used, I use it at work um, to manage my projects. So it's a great little project management tool. Um, and Slack is another free uh, web-based team communication tool that basically allows teams to coordinate and communicate effectively. Um, so those two tools, I feel, are, are um, you know, a great starting point for any business. Yeah. So, I mean, and what's, what's the next big thing? What's, what's the thing that the businesses need to be looking at? What's kind of that, that, that the trend around the corner that we might have heard of in passing but haven't got around to putting in place? Yeah, yeah, great question. Um, I, I feel like the, well, the idea with business automation is to take it a step at a time. Um, and, and what you really want to look to do is, as, as mentioned before, is repre replace your um, you know, paper-based processes and Excel-based processes with tools that allow you... Um, more transparency and, and better reporting and improved productivity. Um, taking it to the next level, um, and, and as you mentioned, you know what's an emerging trend? Um, well, well, I feel like um, a, a technology called robotic process automation um, could be the next big thing, um, RPA for short. Um, uh, so, what I like to with RPA, the, the best way for, that I like to describe it is just to put a a use case in, in front of the person that I'm talking to typically. Um, so just assume you have customers that call up every day um, and or potentially email you um, their orders on, on a day-to-day -day basis um, and your staff could um, look at these emails and go into system X um, and create the order and, and possibly even send a response back to these customers. Um, that whole process can now be automated um, without writing a single line of code. Um, and there are tools out there to do that. Um, and um, the, the market leader here is, is a product called UiPath, which is, um, which is free um, to trial and, and, to, and, to, and to work with. So um, yeah, so, so RPA is an emerging trend. Um, I've, um, I've seen it work really well. Um, so is, is RPA kind of the, the, the next phase of evolution for kind of your CRM system? Is that kind of where yeah, we're talking? Yeah, RPA is there to bridge gaps, really. Um, where you have, um, you know, uh, where you have manual repetitive work between um, computer systems um, that can't really be integrated because they're legacy computer systems or, or they're very expensive or they're, um, you know, Excel-based or something like that, RPA is there to bridge those gaps. So, so yeah, it's it's really a bridging tool between systems. So when you when you move data from one system to another manually, and that's a repetitive task, 
um, RPA it, it, you know, um, is, is the solution there. So, I mean, throughout you've mentioned a lot of kind of great free tools that we can use, but as, as we as business owners become more successful and hopefully grow to take over the world, presumably we're going to have to move beyond these free tools. I mean, what's the next stage? What do we do after we've kind of used the Trellos and the, and the Slacks yeah. and all these things? What do we need to yeah. look at? Yeah, so look, for, for businesses that want to expand quickly um, or have an established um, um, process model that essentially want to scale, um, need deeper integration um, and uh, they need deeper integration between the between the technology platforms and their business process so I guess at the very end of the automation scale is developing bespoke software um, and that's where um, part of your business process is supplemented or replaced with a customized um, web or mobile solution um, and, and this type of automation typically provides the great, greatest flexibility because you can do anything essentially. Um, you can you can customize that piece of software for your business and your business process um, and 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 gear that technology up so that you can scale your business. Um, but at the same time it, it can be obviously fairly expensive to implement um, because yeah. it is custom software. Um, yeah. So we're just about coming to the end of the episode here. So for any of the business owners listening out there, what's kind of that, that one that what one soundbite, that one tip that you just want to leave them with? If they go away and do one thing after listening to this podcast that could help their business, what should they do? Yeah, look, have a think about your pain points and have a think about how technology can address them. Okay, um, I think automating your workforce, uh, automating your staff is 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 just a, the gateway to improving productivity and giving your business that competitive advantage. Um, so that's the one thing I would leave them with. Um, obviously, um, that's looking at it from a very high level, but if you want to go down to the low level, just have a, have a quick look at your website and see how that website compares with your competitors and, and just make sure it's up to scratch. All right, great. Well, thanks very much for joining us today. And thanks, everybody, for listening. As always, I hope you carry on the conversation. Thanks.